We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. New England sending QB Jimmy Garoppolo to 49ers. We believe we found the right guy. Garoppolo, quick pass, caught by Kittle. He dives, and he's in. Touchdown, 49ers. Kittle is going to go. Touchdown. All right, people, what up? It's Kevin Jones. It's been a little while. I want to get on the microphone, spit a little bit, talk about what the hell is going on in the world. And the NFL, of course, decided as the NFL would, guess what? Our business is not stopping. A global pandemic will not stop us from doing NFL free agency. And yeah, the 49ers made some crazy moves. We need to review them. You can reason why they made these moves. Will they help the defense in the long run? Did they make the right choices? They kind of, they kind of, their their hand was forced. So I think they're fine. We're going to evaluate everything. Appreciate betonline.ag. If you're going to gamble, right now it's tough, but there's online poker. And they're still riding with us throughout the coronavirus. We have to start there. I mean, not even the elephant in the room. Everyone's stuck in their rooms right now. Unbelievable what's transpiring. It's going to be in the history books forever. Our grandkids and everything. This, I don't... I don't want to call it a turning point, but it's a significant global event that has not happened on this stage in a long time. I don't want to feed into the panic or the hype, but I hope everyone's staying safe and listening to the government. Honestly, stay in your houses. Don't try and hoard food. I I don't want to get preachy, but you got to recognize what's happening. And my goodness, 
I just hope everyone's staying safe. 2020 with the Kobe helicopter crash. I saw a dog get hit by the car January 1st. That like shook me up for a long time. Um, it's been a tough year for everyone. We're all in this together. When sports comes back, and who knows about the NFL and how long it's going to get delayed, you know, I think we're all feeling a little bit of anxiety together, and it's okay to admit this out loud and call your parents, call your friends, FaceTime everyone, and, you know, we're connected through the internet right now. We still have that. You know, life is going to soldier on. Let's, you know, think of your elderly, elderly, you know, my grandma is 83, my mom's 63. We're, we're staying inside and, and trying to keep everyone safe. And it's scary what's happening in Italy across the world. So, oh, man. I started Blue Wire, and I know most people just are here for the 49ers takes. We're getting into them right away. But I started Blue Wire. You never know how big this thing's going to get. But it's hopefully people can find an escape here, and we can talk sports. We're going to do some more narrative content, try and do some 49ers documentaries, get some music and some quotes and interviews, and, and change some things up. And now, you know, we recently got investment I haven't podcasted in a couple of weeks. I've been burnt out, man. I closed a seed round. <laughs> We've had some corporate partnerships on Blue Wire. Um, you know, we're we're simultaneously telling that story and just just scaling a network and getting some more people involved. It's it's fun. You know, we have Evan Sowards. I always talk about this dude. He's now on our network. We have uh, John Chapman and Matt Barr, Javi. We're building 49ers. If you're good on Twitter, come join Blue Wire. This is a new way to cover the football team, so it's cool to add all this. All right. Bill Simmons yaps for four minutes at the beginning of his podcast. <laughs> Not calling myself Bill Simmons, but let me – I got to address things that are going on. But Blue Wire at its core is local coverage, and that's what we do on the Striking Gold podcast, formerly the KJ podcast, if you've been with us for years. DeForest Buckner was the first player I ever witnessed get drafted when I was covering the 49ers 2016. It was Trent Bulky. I always ca- called him a parting gift. And today he got traded to the Indianapolis Colts, number 13 overall pick in exchange. And Defoe signs a big long-term extension with the Colts. You know, the domino that fell before that was earlier in the day. The 49ers signed Eric Armstead. Publicly, it's called five years, 85 million. But it's it's kind of team-friendly. Armstead, $5.4 million cap hit this year. He took a big signing bonus. I think it's something like $48.5 million guaranteed. $17.5 million signing bonus. So the dominoes fall. If you told me a couple years ago, hey, the 49ers are going to keep Eric Armstead. They're also going to re-sign Jimmy Ward, and they're going to trade DeForest Buckner. You would call it kind of a crazy plan, but for how things shaped out last year, this one's tough for me to swallow because I don't think they're going to replace DeForest Buckner's production at all. Last two seasons, 20 sacks, 34 QB hits, 26 tackles for a loss, 129 tackles. Our boy Rob Lauder posted that on Twitter. He was massively productive. So much so that Chris Ballard and the Colts said, you know what? He's worth the 13th overall pick. And we're going to give him a shade under Aaron Donald money. So, hey, listen, I think it was smart. The 49ers were not going to be able to afford Buckner and Kittle. And instead of 
doing Buckner and then letting Armstead walk and then maybe not even being able to do Kittle, they had to kind of take a pay cut. Obviously, Buckner got a, a bigger contract. Buckner was so good for the 49ers that he played himself off the team because there's so many pieces on the roster that have to be kept. And I think the 49ers are saying in their head, Nick Bosa is this good that we can figure out some type of solution. I need to look at the draft prospects more. It doesn't look like D-line makes a ton of sense at 13, but do they package 31? Can they move up? They don't want to trade future draft picks. Essentially, the 49ers, they groomed DeForest Buckner, and then they just couldn't end up affording him, and they're doing the opposite of the L.A. Rams. The L.A. Rams feel cash-strapped. They're already trying to unload Todd Gurley or Brandon Cooks. One of those two may be traded by the time you're listening to this podcast Tuesday morning, recording on a Monday night here. 49ers today have traded DeForest Buckner, but in exchange, they got back a first-round pick, and they're getting back Eric Armstead. Listen, last year, Eric Armstead was more versatile than DeForest Buckner. He made more splash plays. There was four players in the league last year that had 50 tackles and 10 sacks. It was Cam Jordan, Daniel Hunter, Joey Bosa, and your boy Eric Armstead. He had a bunch of big third down plays. He was crucial. I think he had 12 sacks, including the playoffs last year. He he came into his own. He's 26 years old. I'm not stunned by the move. I, I, I'm just really torn. Like, I don't love it, but I really don't dislike it either. The 49ers kind of got backed into a corner. They're trying to project out their cap the next three to four years. And there wasn't a scenario, I think, where they signed both Buckner and Kittle and then have cap flexibility. So instead, they're going to take the versatility of Armstead to play on the outside, early downs, and on the inside, pass rushing downs. And they're going to have to figure it out. DJ Jones is pretty good. He's more of a nose, but maybe he can play all the kinds of stuff that Buckner plays. Remember, Buckner came in as an edge. 2016, his rookie year, he was an edge and he got like five and a half sacks. And he he was kind of playing out of position a little bit. And then they, they moved him inside and he got really comfortable there. Hey, the one thing about Armstead... <laughs> and I, you know what, I respect him so much. Some other people got mad. Listen, Grant Cohn is, I don't ever want to clown him. And I apologize to anyone I offended last podcast. And it, it's just, Eric Armstead got paid, man. As someone who's in the startup game and you're valuing things, like Eric Armstead got a huge value on him for a really good contract year. And his previous years before that were injury riddled. And he was unfortunate. He got hung up and, in the wash and some of those injuries were just really like guys like coming at him at the wrong angle. Like it didn't seem like his fault, but he, he was. And next season, if he's hurt, you can't be shocked. And the 49ers do have, they're not paying him a ton on the cap room next year. Parag is a good contract guy. They also, the 49ers today brought back Sean Coleman, a backup offensive lineman, and Jimmy Ward. I don't know what the numbers are coming in. Barrows and Mayoko just tweeting it out. Jimmy Ward going to come back on a three-year deal. So that's crazy. Last year, I remember saying they shouldn't bring back both of these guys, and now Armstead's getting 
five years, 85 million publicly, 48 and a half million guaranteed. I think that's, I think they did what they thought was logical. And again, they get draft capital back. This is a team that lost in the Super Bowl and can do a bunch of different things with that draft pick. Most people on Twitter are going to say receiver. I love CD Lamb. I love Henry Ruggs. We're going to have a bunch of time to analyze these prospects. The draft looks like it's still going to be on in late April in a cyber format, but I don't know. Guard is something that Kyle usually likes second or third round. He can find someone he has a first round grade on in the second or third, but again, the 49ers, they don't have that much ammo. And by the way, bringing Jimmy Ward back, I'm going to predict Emmanuel Sanders is probably gone. This is setting up for the 49ers to almost have to draft a receiver because they're going to have Kendrick Bourne, you're going to have your boy Debo and Dante Pettis. And this is, again, them using a first or a second round pick three straight years. It'll be Pettis second round, Debo second round. Are you really going to go first round pick here? How are you feeling about corner? Jimmy Ward's back. It was the big play in the Super Bowl with Tyreek Hill. It's been a hangover for 49ers fans. I think this was kind of like a punch in the face today, especially with Corona going on, everyone out of their element. DeForest Buckner gets traded, bam. It's the life of the NFL, though. The 49ers don't want to be cash-strapped. They saw what happened to Seattle and all those contracts, and they all just whittled down. It is harder for defensive players to stay healthy. Cool to see every 49ers player tweet congratulations to, to Buckner. check, Fred Warner, Richard Sherman was doing something on some Call of Duty thing he was doing. Yeah, I mean... 49ers, end of the day, lost a really damn good player, but it doesn't shake them to the core defensively. That's how strong, foundationally, they are with Bosa, Warner, and now Armstead. They're calling a cornerstone piece, $48.5 million guaranteed. They're saying at 26 years old, Armstead's going to be here the next two to three years as a pillar on the D-line, he combos well with Bosa because they're just huge. They were both relentless. Are they going to bring back Ronald Blair? I don't they're going to have to bring in some new D-lineman next year. The unit will feel less deep. They are an injury away from you take Nick Bosa now off the field when you have Buckner, you're getting away with that. Bosa misses six games next year. All of a sudden, your pass rush isn't that great. Your secondary is not that great. That's what happens. <laughs> I sounded like my boy, Jolie Molinaro there. <laughs> uh, cowherd impression. Your secondary is not great. Your pass rush is not great. Those two feed together, though. And we really saw it for the first time. When Bosa, when we've been crying for the edge rusher and it came this year, we saw that happen. They're thinner on D-line, losing to Forrest Buckner. I get the 49ers praising on Twitter. They're looking ahead. They don't want an implosion next year. And instead of Buckner walking in free agency, they unloaded him now and got the first-round pick. It's forward-thinking, analytics, lose an asset, get an asset. Kevin Durant, Warriors traded him. or ended up getting D'Angelo Russell back. It's the new way to do this. So I, 
I like the 49ers approach in the front office. Does that translate to success on the field? Listen, asset for asset, good chess move. I'm talking, who are they going to replace Buckner with? Is DJ Jones, you're going to count on him to take that many snaps? You got Kentavious Street. Do they wave him? I'm not even sure what's going on there. The D-line doesn't feel as deep. Linebacker feels really deep now with Dre Greenlaw. Fred Warner. Doesn't feel like they're going to draft linebacker. Safety they could draft. Tarverius Moore has come in. He's made some plays. He had a pick in the Super Bowl. So you got some guys making plays. D is fine. D should remain top 10 next year. Are they going to have 60 sacks again? Maybe not. We're going to feel some impact of Buckner. I'm going to have to look at some of the free agents too. All right, when we come back, we're going to hear from Bet Online and then, yo, the NFC West got better today. Todd Gurley could be on the move. New Hopkins is now with the Cardinals. They could mess around and go 8-8, eight 9-7. Eight, and seven. <laughs> This division is too tough. It is way too tough. Yeah, 49ers, big, big moves. Day one of free agency. Shaking up this team a little bit, but not shaking the foundation. That's my reaction. Team is a little bit different, but the 49ers at the core are still Kyle Shanahan and a, still a really solid D-line. But that's crazy. One year ago today, if you told me that, I think fans would be more upset. But the fact that they saw Bosa and Ford and Armstead play this well together, the loss of Buckner doesn't feel as huge. And now you know Kittle's coming back. You don't have to worry about this. They're going to get the money next offseason for Kittle. And what? So $22 million is coming off the books that they were going to have to pay Buckner. So this is a salary-clearing move that nets him a draft pick. You understand from the 49ers' perspective. All right, coming right back. With currently no NBA, NHL, or college basketball, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Bet Online still has hundreds of places to wager, from their online casino to poker and blackjack, open 24 hours all day and all online, which is perfect if you're stuck in your house in a quarantine like some of us happen to be. Sports aren't totally done. There's still mixed martial arts and esports are on the rise. If you're into entertainment, you can still bet on American Idol, the elections, the spelling bee, and even the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Be sure to use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's 50% off your welcome bonus with your first deposit. Promo code BLUEWIRE. Bet online is your new ticket to online action. All right, welcome back. Again, shout out to betonline.ag. They are riding with us. Coronavirus, we're all in this together. We're playing online poker. It's like Chris Moneymaker in 20, 2003. Maybe we'll make a documentary on that, bluewirepods.com. All right, Eric Armstead is back with the 49ers. DeForest Buckner is traded. There's been some good points brought up on Twitter. I think it was Better Rivals talking about this. Eric Armstead, what would you trade? What would you get in a trade for him? Not a first-round pick. Maybe second and possibly third. So the 49ers maybe keep a player who his overall rating in Madden is a little lower than DeForest Buckner. But even last year, he had a better season. And then you're getting a first-round pick. 
What do you do at 13 and you have 31? You have two really good first round assets. Do you package that to get into the top five? You're not doing anything crazy like that. 49ers actually need two impact players. And they're going to play out different scenarios. Do they go corner at 13 and they think wide receivers that deep, they can take one at 31? They like a bunch of different guys down there they can pick from. I think it's going to be O-line at 31. And then it's going to be a really telling decision. It's either going to be wide receiver or something else. We're going to have to see what shakes out in free agency. Randall Cobb got scooped up today. DeAndre Hopkins, what the hell happened in that trade? I'm not going to lie. I'm preparing for one of the biggest meetings of my life. So I've been coming out of like two-hour sessions and then seeing just all the bombs from Schefter. Field Yates and Rappaport. That one's perplexing. What Bill O'Brien's doing in that shop is perplexing. Marcus Mariota to the Oakland Raiders. Bunch of moves today. I don't think like anyone made a huge move. And Tom Brady, it looks like he's going to go back to the Patriots begrudgingly. Like they're, they're in a divorce settlement almost like him and Belichick. He's going to go back there. He can't go to Tampa Bay. You're not going to rot out with Bruce Arians there. Brady's going to throw a lot of picks in that offense. That's a run-and-shoot offense. That's a lot of tough reads and a lot of tough throws. Brady doesn't want to burn out there. That's not his last chapter. He's going to have to suck it up and go back to New England for whatever they give him. And Belichick wins again. That's my prediction right there. Um, 49ers, yeah, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo's caught heat this offseason, but look, Kirk Cousins just got a big contract. Ryan Tannehill just got a big contract. There's been some 49ers fans bragging and, and others just pointing out. But, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is now the ninth highest paid quarterback in the league if you're talking average per year. It's like $29 million. There's quarterbacks hitting $36 million. Jimmy Garoppolo is about the ninth best quarterback in the league. He's still better than Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford. I would still take him over Ryan Tannehill. Like the only quarterback on that list that's definitely better than him is Russell Wilson. Yeah, Striking Gold Podcast, Croc and Rob Lauder have been holding it down. I appreciate those who listen to both of us. Two different style of podcasts that you're going to get. Me, it's rolling solo here in the city in San Francisco. My dingy studio, lower pack heights. We're on lockdown right now. (laughs) These are historic times. We're going to look back on this. I know we're going to get out of this stronger as a country, but this is absolutely nuts. The NFL, let's take it there. They should have, I think, hit pause on free agency. It feels a little strange. There's a lot of people dying right now. And like we don't have control of it. I guess they prohibited travel. But some physicals have to be done. It looks like a lot of the deals are being agreed to. Terms are being agreed to. Some contracts aren't being completely signed yet. Because the world is is shaken up right now. The economy is shaken up. That doesn't impact the NFL. The CBA got passed. So much is happening in real time in 2020 in the NFL. And it's coinciding with the world. And I just think, I guess this is fine right now. It still feels a little weird commentating on it. I'm not going to lie with everything that's going on. But it just shows you the NFL has their middle finger up at all times. The one thing I'm going to say is I'm pumped that players can now smoke marijuana instead of taking pills. They should have this right, not the Josh Gordon memes either, like the normal players 
who can handle marijuana and now don't have to hide it. And now it can, if it's a part of their routine and they have their shit together, la-di-da, the NFL is proving to be a little progressive. But still, there's still old white dudes right now who have low stock in terms of the country. <laughs> I hope people don't get mad at me for that, but it's it's calling out the truth. And, you know, that makes me respect them a little bit that they can see the times have changed and they want to help protect the players a little bit. I'm in favor of the 17 game schedule. I'm in favor of getting rid of preseason and I'm in favor of adding a team to the playoffs. It gives more hope. Every year you think you're in it. If you're six and six and there's still what four games left in the season, more teams get to care. And at the end of the day, I think that's good for sports. Baseball is going to be adding too. Yeah, at the end of the day, I think that's good for sports. Yeah, so I mean, CBA, I was surprised. People I talked to thought there was going to be for sure a strike. Not a lockout, but a strike. They get the revenue percentage increase and some escalators in the contract if they hit certain other revenues. It was a close, close vote. Something like 65% of the players are low end of the spectrum for the minimums, which I believe what that got raised to at least a mil instead of 500,000. So there were some wins. It was a very, very close vote. Some controversial people haven't commented much on it right now. And they rolled right from the CBA passing into free agency. Like they did some weird extensions of the franchise tag and everything. The NFL just completely dominating the headlines especially with basketball and everything else stepping away right now um and again feels strange to me but hey i'm not going to tell them how to run their business we're just going to react to it because they're controlling the content right now 47 of the most 50 watched things on tv last season (laughs) nfl games all right striking gold podcast Nothing crazy has happened in free agency to make me think the 49ers are not favorites in the NFC next season. Are they automatically going to the Super Bowl? There's going to be a huge mountain to climb. But, you know, day one free agency, damn, a big domino fell. And I'm trying to think. I really didn't see that coming. A couple of weeks back, I thought you were going to see a low-key free agency because I thought Armstead was gone. And that the 49ers viewed Buckner as irreplaceable. Because I think he is. I don't think you're going to find a disruptive defensive interior lineman. And the 49ers are probably saying, you're right. But Bosa is this good. We can find someone or a rotation of guys in there to still make high impact. And they might be right with that. It's It's a guess. It's a flip of a coin. Is Buckner's productivity replaceable? That is becoming a central question now on defense. And it's a salary cap casualty. It's not something they wanted to do. It's something they had to do. It's strategic and they got an asset back. The 49ers showed their progressive and just forward thinking and how they construct the roster. Some of these teams like Dallas, I think, made some mistakes with, with contracts Amari Cooper, $60 million guaranteed. I guess you have to pay receivers and quarterbacks. You got Mike McCarthy coming in there. 
the best teams are going to be up against the cap. That's how it generally is. You don't see teams who are contending every year with cap room because their players get better. The demand gets higher for them. And I think Emmanuel Sanders is going to be gone. However, losing DeForest Buckner's contract has cleared some type of cap room here. There's going to be more dominoes falling. I'm, I'm sure I'll be on the mic again because something will happen. <laughs> something major will happen involving the 49ers. I think I'll talk myself into a wide receiver for the 49ers in the draft. But right now, gut reaction, taking another one this early in the draft. I'm skeptical, but I do love C.D. Lamb. I do love Henry Ruggs. You miss, though. And you're talking about you just lost to Forrest Buckner for a bust. You're talking about negative loss on offense and negative loss on defense. And how many losses does that put from 13-3? and three, Does that knock you down a couple pegs? So... Kyle has drafted Dante Pettis, and why did that not work out? Marquise Goodwin came in here. Why did that? Why is this not working out? Emmanuel Sanders is coming in here. Why is this not working out? Wide receiver to me in this team, you already have Debo, bank on him. You have Kittle. I don't know. It feels like an interchangeable position, as does running back. We've said this on previous podcasts. O-line, you get your stables. You get your guys like McGlinchey. Weston Richburg, you need another guard in there. You got Brunskill, who looks like a guy you can build around. Very versatile. You got Staley, who's still as strong as you can be as a 13-year veteran in the league. And then you got Jimmy G, who's going to be your constant, and Kittle. And then you got the yeah the receivers, to me, and running backs feel interchangeable. And I'd rather draft a high-impact player that I know is going to be a solid starter, like a Fred Warner, someone who is going to be so solid. And I just feel like receivers, there's going to be a couple of busts out of these first round ones. You know it. But who? Who? We don't know. We don't know. And can you even count on Dante Pettis next year? Receiver is ultimately a position I'm a little wondering about. <laughs> I'm going to wonder and continue to wonder. Debo's blossoming is great. Kittle is the best weapon in the league. So the passing offense is fine. I'm wondering about depth at receiver and converting big third downs all the time and having interchangeable pieces. Um, like Trent Taylor to me is kind of out of the picture. Jalen Hurd's kind of out of the picture until he proves himself. Kendrick Bourne, it's up in the air if he's coming back. Yeah, I mean, this roster, again, mostly is going to be fine. There's not going to be anything major that looks structurally different. It's going to be Bosa and Warner on defense and Richard Sherman's back at a still very high level. And Jimmy G in the offense is play action. And there's going to be explosiveness from Debo and Kittle. But it's just about some of these, like, what else are they bolstering with? And can, you know, the pressure is on Armstead. He knows it. He's going to have to come in and have 10 sacks next next season. If he doesn't, there'll be questions. That's just how this is. When a startup goes through their Series A, Series B, they get so much scrutiny. Brandless raised like $300 million. They didn't perform. They're awful. Now they're, they're done as a startup. I'm living in that space now. And obviously, these are human beings, not just companies. Like 
the players, we have mad respect. And this should be a celebration of Eric Armstead is what I'm saying. But this is cool now that he has these expectations. He's a leader on the defense because of the contract he got today was big enough to get DeForest Buckner off the team too. Like if Armstead had six sacks and just like had a decent season and they brought him back, they still might have been able to keep Buckner. But Armstead was this good and Buckner was this good that they they were just like, okay, this is the decision that was made. Dominoes fell, NFL, the league that never stops, coronavirus as serious as it gets. Everyone stay safe. I'm thinking of everyone with elderly fa- family members. Shout out to my mom, Bonnie, and uh, my grandma, Rhea, my sister, Steph, my family. Um, hope everyone is staying safe through these crazy, crazy times. Don't panic. Try and lift yourself up. Listen to more podcasts. Share the ones that you like. Thanks for listening and sharing Blue Wire and Striking Gold. All right, we will talk to you again soon. 49ers Foundation is fine. This was a this was a big day. We will look back on this moment next offseason to how it played out. All right, peace.